Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Shall we examine the second major thing that they built? The temple that was built for God by Solomon because God stopped his father from building. Are you ready for this? Remember, every house is built by someone. But the builder of everything is God. And whenever and wherever the El Shaddai anointing is in operation, it is not just, you are not talking of just enough. You are not just talking of sufficient. You are talking of too much. Hey, the word of the Lord is coming your way today. First Chronicles chapter 29. I'm so excited. I thank God I'm alive to hear from him and to say to you. First Chronicles 29. Furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. KJV says tender. And the work is great because the temple, KJV said the palace, is not for man but for the Lord God. Now for the house of my God I prepare with all my might. Hello somebody. I'll prepare with all my might gold for things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, onyx stone, stone to be set, glistening stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones, and marble slabs in abundance. If you have the time, study First Kings chapter 6. The very floor of the temple was pure gold. Not, not, not terrazzo, not tide, no pure gold. To show you that we are supposed to be walking upon it. I know many of you are waiting to die to go and walk on the streets of gold. They walk on the streets of gold right in the temple. Do you understand this? Let's read on. Moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I've given to the house of my God. Look at, he personalized God. I've given to the house. Is he your God? I've given to the house of my God. Over and above all that I prepare for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver. 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of offer, and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the walls of the houses, the gold for things of gold, the silver for things of silver, and for all kinds of work to be done by the hands of craftsmen. Who then is willing to consecrate his money? That's the problem. The reason some of you are not able to give and you are chasing shadow all around is because you are not consecrated to God. The sacrifice of a sinner is an abomination unto the Lord. You are not, he's not waiting for you. He will raise others around you that you don't even think amount to anything. And he will raise them up to write one check, one transfer. End of story. Who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord? Then the leaders of the father's houses. Uh, <laughs> you better don't be a leader of a tribe around, around, around David and be Allah Fenuje. Then the leaders of the father's houses, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the captains of thousands and of hundreds, with the officers over the king's work offered willingly. 
They gave for the work of the heart of God 5,000 talents and 10,000 darics of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. And whoever had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord into the hand of Jehiel, Geshonite. Then the people rejoiced, for they had offered willingly, because with a loyal heart, they had offered willingly to the Lord, and King David also rejoiced greatly. Why? Why? Why did King David rejoice greatly? Why did people rejoice? Because majority of those who gave to that day were the mighty men of David. They were in charge of the king's substance. And let's go look at where God took them from. First Kings chapter 22. <laughs> where did they come from? Who are they? Those who are now mighty men, given so willingly, and thanking God and rejoicing greatly. First Kings 22. Sorry, I beg your pardon. First Samuel 22. First Samuel 22. David therefore departed from there. And escaped to the cave of Adulam. Omonili uh, left his father's house. Now was dwelling in cave. So when his brothers and his father's house had it, they went down there to him. And everyone was in. Oh, somebody speak to me. This is how the ayats of thy anointing of praise. Everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented, 3D, 3D, 3D. Before there was 3D in digital, uh, whatever, there is 3D, dead, discontented, and what? Distress. Gathered to him, so he became captain over refrafts. And there were about 400 men within, in debt, distress, but God had put an anointing upon David's life. So when David became king, David said in Second Samuel chapter 7, I will build God a house. Give me Second Samuel chapter 7. That's, that's how it all started. In First Kings chapter 14, I beg your pardon, First Chronicles 14, Hiram the king of Tyre had built David a cedar house. God had to raise a foreigner to come and build his house. And he was living in that house in 2 Samuel chapter 7, listening to David. Now it came to pass when the king was dwelling in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies all around, that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See, now I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells inside tent curtains. Then Nathan said to the king, Go do all that is in your heart. Why? Who was with Joseph? Who was with Abraham? Who was with Isaac? Who was with Jacob? Who was with Eliezer? Who was with Moses? He said, if your presence will not go with us, let us not go ahead. That is the pillar number one, the presence of the Lord. That is what is missing in many people's life. They would rather have oil to put on their head, mantle to put in their pocket, but they do not carry the anointing everywhere. They do not have the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is with you. And then in the night, God showed up and said to Nathan, tell David, not to build me a house. But I will build him an enduring dynasty. Just because he desired it. Oh, I think, I think I need, I need to begin to wind up. You understand me? I want him to invade this place. If I have to teach this the way I love to teach it, it would take a long time because I know there's so much cobweb in the thinking of the church. In our minds. That have, that have polluted the way we think, the way we receive word. But listen to me. Because I stop him. His son will build me the house. But I'm going to build him an enduring dynasty. Ladies and gentlemen, when David said he would build God a house, he didn't have the wherewithal. He just delighted in doing it. And in Second Samuel chapter 8, if you have the time, please study conquest after conquest. 
after conquest. God began to bring conquest after conquest after conquest to him. And the Bible says he dedicated the silver and the gold for the house of the Lord. He desired in chapter 7, in chapter 8, please take time to read it. He began to conquer and to conquer and to conquer. And he got gold and he got silver and he dedicated them. Whatever the way you respond to God is the way God will respond to you. If you think your God is small and you keep everything tight, and this is all I have, stay with it. We want too much, not just enough. Because the whole world is depending upon the church. He said the poor you shall have with you always. He didn't leave the poor for the government. How did these people, how did they come by what they gave? Well, let's go back to First Chronicles 29 and let's look at verse 10. How did they come by what they gave? Verse number 10. Therefore David blessed the Lord and all the assembly and David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our father for some time. I can't hear you. Our father for 2019. Our father, while we are building the citadel. Our father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Listen to this. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is what? Power and what? Might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to some. I can't hear you. Anybody that is here that is saying all is coming your way today. You are included. The El Shaddai anointing is coming your way. Now therefore our God we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I? And who are my people? He quickly remember where God took him from. He knew he took him from obscurity into prominence. Who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you and of your own we have given to you. Who owns it? Who brings it to him? The people. Who, who gives it to the people? Let's read further. <laughs> For we are aliens and pregnancy before you, as were all our fathers. Our days on earth are shadow without hope. Oh Lord our God, all this abundance we have prepared to build you a house. For your only name is from your hand. And is all? I can't hear you. Who owns it? Oh, I thought somebody just transferred it to me. <laughs> Who owns everything? abundance we have provided is yours. Is your own. Let's read further. I know also my God that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. So it can't be crooked means. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now with joy, I have seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever. Where? If you read it in the KJV, it says, keep it in the imagination. Let it fire up the imagination of your people that every time you call for a project is because you want to promote them, not because you want to deprive them. I said as it rises, you will rise. No, I said it. But some of you did not rise. And some are rising. But before that place is covered, I want you with speed I'm not asking you to give $10,000, 10000000 million. I'm not asking for anything. With speed, lay hold of what means something to you and give because it will be covered this week. Amen. It's over. Do you understand? It's over. 
you must rise. You must come out of lack. You must come out of obscurity. I am not the one going to tell you this is what to give is between you and God. The covenant was between Abraham and God. It will be between you and your God. As it's between me and my God, I will carry this grace forever. I will not allow it to be polluted or to be contaminated in the name of Jesus. My job is not to raise money. My job is to raise people and to perfect this grace in them also. Can I hear amen? Amen. Keep it in the intents of the thoughts of the heart of your people forever. That's what makes me a man after God's heart. He said, I've set my affection. I have found David, the son of Jesus, a man after my heart who would do all my will. Can I tell you four things that he said to me quickly? Because of time, they told me I preached for too long. I do truly. But when he was telling me, he didn't tell me short too. <laughs> do you understand me? If he had given me two steps to break through, I would have come two steps to break through, step one, step two. He just poured it into my heart. <laughs> I was typing like that. I did for three hours without looking anywhere because it was coming from my spirit, man. Do you understand this? Do you get this? The first thing that is coming your way. Are you ready? The first thing that is coming your way, are you ready? Look at the size of this altar. Is it big? Do you think the one in the citadel is smaller? No. I can hear you. I cannot hear you. This is what is coming your way. Either here or at the citadel, there is no altar big enough to carry the offering you are bringing. Mm. That's the first thing he showed me. I thought I've read my Bible. Do you understand me? And you know I try. I study. I pray. God is my witness. I dig into it. And when I saw it, I felt like stupid. I will say it again. Look at the sight. Look. Maybe by the time they count everything you have brought, including diet, offering, free will, first food. I understand some rogues are telling people in their churches that the first month of January, their salary for that month is their first fruit. That is still in the name of the Lord. The Bible talks about the first fruit of your increase. Stop stealing from people. Delighted. I bet not give a first, first month salary. What you below is called why you incorporated. That every month of the new year, your first month's salary, God talks about the first fruit of your increase. Simply put, if your salary was 10,000 before, or 100,000, your title is 10,000. And now you are promoted, your salary is 200,000. How much is your title? It will become to, no, but what you do is that that increase on top of your, the first one belongs to God, and then you still give 10,000 of your tithe, but thereafter your tithe becomes 20. It is the first fruit of your increase, not all your income, <laughs> not all your receivables, only. So, the, so church, the casino. I want you to look at this altar. Maybe by the time they count everything, maybe what you bring, an average week, three million. When it's really big, five million. That's all. Look at this altar. Can you look at it? Hereafter, the offerings you and I will bring, there is no altar either here or there big enough to contain it. 
when the El Shaddai anointing is not present, there is not only beginning, there is completion of everything that is given you to do because it's Alpha and it's Omega. But when you come to dedicate and when you come to bless God in return, there is no altar big enough to contain what you are bringing. You bring it upon success. You know, you know, you know it will be so impossible for anybody to be counting your offering. So I'm going to beg you, do transfer. Because you will kill these people. Go and ask the people of Uganda. I ministered there for three days. I received offering from the nation one time from the people who were there. They counted for three days until the usher slept on the offering. Because they, they were bringing people to help them count. It was too much they slept. Paul Derizami took the photographs and sent to me. I didn't receive one dime offering from it. It's about to happen here. He says, show me in the word. Somebody says, show me in the word of God. Okay, First Kings chapter 8. That was at the dedication of the temple built by Solomon. First Kings chapter 8. Give me verse 62. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Then the king and all Israel with him did what? Offer sacrifices before the Lord. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered to the Lord. Ready? 22,000 bulls and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the... Do you see what is ahead of us? This is why you must do your best to receive that grace today. Whatever is in your life that will disqualify you by the blood of Jesus, I nullify some things in the mighty name of Jesus. On the same day, the king consecrated the middle of the court that was in the front of the house of the Lord. For there he offered what? Burnt offerings and what? Grain offerings and what? The fat of the peace offerings because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too small to receive the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the fat of the peace offerings. While they were building it, they thought it was big enough. The whole of the citadel building is not big enough to contain what you are bringing. It's called the El Shaddai anointing. It's coming your way. It's coming your way. In the name of Jesus, there is no altar either here or there big enough to what you are bringing into the house of the Lord. You are mighty seed of a righteous man in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer would we pass the bowls at the lottery. You do transfer by yourself because nobody is going to die counting what you are bringing. Do you understand me? It's going to be electronic. No altar can take it. Look. They measured it. God gave them measure. They measured it. They built it according to the pattern. But when they started giving, the altar was too. Because the El Shaddai anointing produces too, too small, too much, too small, too much. Can I hear amen? Sit down. I've been reading my Bible all my life. I didn't see this until this morning. Can you imagine? Have you seen it before? You have read it before. You just passed through it. You look, but you didn't see. Somebody said, too small. Uh, where you are living now is too small. You don't understand that. I said, where you are living now is too small. You don't get it. I said, where you are now is too small. It cannot contain you. It's too small. He said, sir, I've never seen that in my Bible. Oh, go to my year. Year I was born, Isaiah 54. And let's read from verse 1. Let's, let's begin. It's written there for my sake. That's, that's not number 2. This is Jara. I said, where you are living is too small. Oh, God, I was there at your birthday. It looked like a mansion. It's a boy's quarter. <laughs> Compared to what God is about to do. You have been to Amazing Grace Villa. Yes, huh? Yes. Uh, you are going to see Amazing Grace Villa too. 
Hey, come and see what the Lord has done. I told my wife long before now, I said, by the time I'm 70, that place becomes uh, our office. I was showing you where the reception will be last night. I said, from here to here is first reception. And there'll be other receptions. And my, my office will be on the plain floor. Because we couldn't have gone up and come down anymore. Do you understand? We are going to stay up. Yes. Are you joining me in this? Yes. You are going to leave Okukumaiko. Yes. <laughs> you are tired of Akumojo. Yes. <laughs> who, is gathering, uh, who is gathering you together? Akumojo. <laughs> are you sardine? <laughs> Isaiah 54, this is Jara. Because he said we should create a department of men who will be dedicating houses that I can't do it all by myself. And you thought it was a joke. It's not a joke. He meant every word of it. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are going to become homeowners. You shall build houses and inhabit them. You shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. You shall not labor in vain or bring forth for trouble. You will not build for others to live in. You will not plant for others to drink. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 54. Listen to me. Sing, O Baron. I can't hear you. I say, Sing, O Baron. Sing, O Baron. You who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud for who you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place. I say, Your room is too small. <laughs> you are not hearing me. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your state. For you shall expand to the right. You shall expand to the left. And your descendants will inherit the nations. And make the desolate cities inhabited. Lord, how shall this be? Do not fear. For you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced. For you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth. And will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore for your maker is your husband I call revelation of this in 1985 God said to me if I'm your husband I want you to treat your wife the way you want me to treat you that's why there's nothing she can do she's always right you understand me I lie I will never fight with her I have covenant with this verse. In 1985, God showed it to me. Do you understand me? So, oh, for your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the only one of Israel. He is called the God of the whole heart. That's my husband. The God of the whole, that's my husband. Do you understand me? That's my, the God of the whole heart is my husband. Hey, Number two thing that he said to me. The first one, there's no altar big enough to contain what is coming. Number two, you have just moved into a new house. What is the biggest room there? The living room is the biggest. If you will follow instructions and obey God and live as you should, there is no room in your house big enough to contain what's about to pour. Not just the altar of the church. I said there's no room in your house. The biggest in your house cannot contain what is coming. Malachi chapter 3 verse number 8. Malachi 3 8. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This place is going to, is going to explode. When I get to the third one, uh, the fourth one is to round it up. When I get to the third one, you are going to say, Malachi 3 8, will a man rob God? You have robbed me, but you say, in what have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Is it possible to rob God? Can you get to his treasure? house and begin to rob him how would you get there you rob him of the joy of seeing his children prosper every father would like to see his children rise you don't know how, what, what I feel whenever Shegun walks in 
whenever Sheyi walks in, when, whenever they walk in and, and Fisaya walks, and, I, I grab them. Nobody hugged me as a child. I learned how to hug through these children. They used my two sides of my hair to play table tennis, bra, bra, like, like thunder. Nobody hugged me. When, when they walk in, when I, when I see Shagun walking, I say, hey, I'm only job, Baba. Come on, be no more. Oh, Lushagun job, Baba. I called you. I'm only job, Baba. Then get post, oh, look, coming in Tom Ford Sutra. He said that all this Jack Michael you are buying, there's a suit called Tom Ford. I said, Tom Ford, you will not enter. I go to the store. One jacket was six thousand dollars. I said, Shegu, Shegu, Olu Shegu, Ah, Ah, Jashegu. One jacket, six thousand. I said, Dad, that's your status. I said, Olua, 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 Eleti Mala. About Kobe Mefako, they said, Master six thousand. Yeah, Olu Shegu, Elele. He said, Dad, try it. You will see. Ah, so ah, I, I. Mukamora, I said, okay, I will try this one. And then I bought one. And on the day that we, we did what we did for Citadel, okay, at the Civic Center, you saw the suit I wore. It's Shegun that pushed me into it. <laughs> it's called Tom Ford. Amy, I'm a person who got you suit to law. Okay, God, you okay. <laughs> I'm not joking. Ah. See, for a Tom Ford suit, they will never place a button like this. It comes from inside. Oh, Limon. To re suit to Hannes Lemon Wall. I feel <laughs> to let people see where you bought it from. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not mocking a honey. I find if any people choose, <laughs> they do it. Or I suit to 500 pounds. Okay, back there. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. For you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. That there may be food in my house. And try me now in this. Says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you. The windows of heaven. And pour out you such a blessing. That there will, be, there will not be room enough. The biggest in your house. And all the other rooms, they are not big enough to contain what God is about to give you as he enlighten your eyes of understanding. Because the eye is a window to the body. God is going to enlighten your eyes. He's going to give you ideas that command resources in the mind. You are not too old for what I'm saying. You are going to get your inheritance from God. By the reason of the El Shaddai anointed in the name of Jesus Christ. And the people said... The third one he showed me was too much for me to carry. So you are going to help me. In Second Samuel 22, where David said, With the merciful you will show yourself merciful. With the righteous you will show yourself righteous. He was establishing there that the way you respond to God is the way God responds to you. I think about verse 31 there somehow. Look for it for me in Second Samuel. He said the word of God is proven. It's a shield to those who put their trust in him. Can you, can you check it for me? As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to some, to all who put, who trust in him. He is a shield to all who trust in him. Okay. Here comes Jesus. I want to lay foundation for this third thing. The first one you already know. There is no altar beginner. We are not going to be receiving 
Sunday morning offering transpired. Do you understand? Nobody can count it. Let me give you an insight. When we received the dollar was uh, uh, converted into Naira to get 700 million, they counted it for three days and they couldn't finish it. Do you understand? And it's a whole bank. So you are no longer going to be counting. When I called you, I said, check your account. You go check tomorrow morning. I check. It's, 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 it's entered there. It's, it's sitting in the Citadel inflow account. Unshakable, immovable, settled, balanced. You don't get it. I said, look, if, except you are bringing a bank draft. Well, that's a lot of trouble. Just go to SOS or CPOS, whatever they call it. Nobody is going to kill himself. Um, Doctor, Doctor Lushego, I'm sorry, Elder Shego, Olokitri, train them to stop bringing cash. We are becoming cashless. Emma Pawara Treasury Department. They counted for three days. Wow, le carton. And the balance will be, the balance is about 70 or 30 million that they will transfer tomorrow to, oh, ka, 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 ka. And then they, boom, 300. And then, boom, 300. No altar is big enough to receive your offering. You didn't get it. You are not going to change. It's not going, you are not going to change in humility. It's not going to affect you anyhow. Because you just call uh, Thank you very much Bank will come to your house You don't I say bank is coming to your house Your CEO is going to bring your cake Your birthday cake They will bring your cake I'm not telling you what I'm not enjoying I'm telling you what I'm experiencing it's going to happen to you in the name of Jesus. There is no room in your house. All the rooms are not big enough. Let's prove the word of God. Are you ready? Yes, sir. The sower went to sow. Some fell. By the way, Mark chapter 4. Are you there with me? And some fell on the rock. And some fell in between thorns. And you know what the thorns are? The cares of this world and the seedfulness of riches shook and yelled. <laughs> the person who said that, he was about six years old. She wrote to me, was six then, we were reading Bible in London. And I said, he said, and, and he yelled and he shook. I said, help <laughs> And one fell, some fell on the good soil and produce. I can't hear you. Oh, let me let me begin. Matthew is the first book of the of the Bible. Is it not of the New Testament? Matthew chapter thirteen. Matthew thirteen. Matthew thirteen. What did he produce in Matthew thirteen? No, in Matthew thirteen he produced hundred sixty. 30. In Mark, it produced 30, 60, 100. You know, my understanding of that is like going into the Holy of Holies. I forgot it's only the high priest that could get there. That if you are coming from the outer court, you are proving the word of God. Your heart is right. You are obeying the word you are receiving. You are not do you understand me? You are totally yielded to God. Then your life takes on a meaning. You start 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold. But when you lose your first love, when you no longer prioritize God, you start climbing down from 100 to 60 and to 30. Diminishing returns start setting your life. You determine is a function of your heart, a function of, of your heart, and how you relate to the word of God. You either growing in Mark from 30 to 60 
to 100 and stay in there. Or you neglect God and you start, although it's good soil, but it produces 100, 60, and 30. Which one do you want of the two? I can't hear you. No, I can't hear you. Tell me which one you want. I can't hear you. How many of you want 160, 30? Now, he showed me something this morning that blew my mind. He said, I don't want you to oscillate 30, 60, 100 or 160, 30. Those who constantly minister to me out of their substance, they will remain 100. No, you don't get it. Uh, I know, I know you. You, you, I know you. Your ears are like this now. Pastor, establish it for me. Establish it for me. I want to see. If you continually minister to God out of your substance and possession and you honor him, you are not going to oscillate 30, 60, 100, 160, 30. You are going to hit 100 and stay there. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Same parable. Three dimensions. First dimension. Those who are hip hop. 160-30. Second dimension. 30-60-100. Third dimension. 100. Stay there. Luke chapter 8. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Stewart, and Susanna, many others who provided for him from their substance. Do you understand me? They were there. And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city... Because they were sustaining him, he did not have care for, how will I lodge? How would I take care of Peter? How, they were sustaining him. He told them this parable. He spoke, as so I went out to sow his seed. And as he saw some fell by the wayside and was trampled down, the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as he sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop. Are you here? I yielded what? When he said these things, he cried. He cried! He who has ears to hear, let him hear. You don't have to oscillate and go back and forth. Today you are rich, tomorrow you are poor. Next tomorrow you are broke, busted, and disgusted. You can stay hundred. If you learn to minister to him out of your substance. How many things have I showed you? Operational uh, modus operandi of the El Shaddai anointing. This is the fourth one. And I close with this. And I prophesy over your life. You are in the season of strategic and destiny partnership. Strategic and destiny partnership. You are in that season. What is the characteristics of the season you are in? It's called phenomenal sharing. Phenomenal sharing. You are going to be beckoning to people to come. You are going to be so generous. Because a generous man devises generous things by his generosity, it will stand. You are going to say, my sister, do you know what? God has just blessed me. Uh, what is your, that thing you said the other time, how far it is, uh, struggle. how much do you say you need? <laughs> I told you a story one day, you do not know, can I remind you, the person is alive, we saw him at Sheraton a few days ago, he said, I said, don't worry yourself. The books of my mother, those who bought and those who gave, it came to 8 million. The Lord showed me a vision in the night before this man came. 
He was a weather-beaten chicken, but speaking Yoruba with the accent of Ibadan. I was scared. What is this bird? I don't understand. And when this fellow came and was speaking with the same accent, I knew this is a weather-beaten man. God showed me. And he said, Egbomi, it's so bad. They're about to flush us from our house, and I need four million. Ah. I just got eight million for books. I paid for the books. We have not even taken the cost of books out. And I knew the Lord wanted. Did I not share the story here? And when I was taking care of him, God was taking care of me. You don't understand it. It's a season of phenomenal sharing. It must be something God is leading you to do. You do not become just to show up to impress people. God must lead you there. He will release something bigger for you that you cannot contain. Luke chapter 5, I close. Luke chapter number 5. Luke 5. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. We are still testing the word. That he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had come from them. And were washing their nets. Bad business. Then he got into one of the boats which was Simon's. And asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. The boat which is a business of Peter. Became a platform for Jesus to be seen. And a platform for Jesus to be heard. When he had stopped speaking. He said Simon. Launch out into the deep. And let down your nets. For a catch. His faith could not carry nets, but he let down the net. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toyed all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the What was he asked to let down? Nets! And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. Why? It was too much. Is the El Shaddai telling fish to come? Do you understand me? When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of which we had taken. And so also are James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not prayed from now on you catch men listen to this you have now heard it listen in the name of jesus by the reason of the Eshadai anointing the place of your struggle will become the place of your breakthrough i say by the reason of the El Shaddai anointing the places you have struggled will become the place for your breakthrough it's the same sea of Genesaret. They labored and toyed all night. They caught nothing. But when El Shaddai stepped in, they had more than enough. Now, I want you to start thinking of strategic alliance and partners in destiny because you are going to be beckoning to them. You are going to be beckoning to them. You are going to be saying to them, come over, come over, come over, come over, come over, come over. I have more than enough. Come and take, come and take. I want to bless my partners. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Those are the four things he told me at 4 a.m. this morning. Number one, there's no altar big enough to receive the offerings you are bringing to the house. Number two, there's no room in your life, no room in your house big enough to capture all that heaven wants to do. And number three, you don't have to flip-flop. When you minister to God out of your substance, you stay hundredfold. Somebody say hundredfold. hundredfold. Do I have the hundredfold company in this house? How about thirtyfold? 60 fold do i have 100 fold we are those going from 30 to 60 to 100 and we are those going from 100 to 60 to 30 i remove myself from both circles i'm in the third realm i'm in the third dimension i'm part of the 100 fold company in the name of jesus i have all and abound the same man who said i know how to abase i know how to abound said i have all and abound hundredfold company lift your hands up to heaven father thank you for this day i ask now for the release of the el shaddai anointing invade this place invade the lives of your people this is the word you gave me for today lord heaven registers it the earth must register it let these people become beneficiaries 
of resources that are too much. So that they will beckon to others and be a blessing to them. Thank you, Father. Receive it. Deep down into your spirit, man. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's rejoice before the Lord today. Let's thank him for his word. Let's magnify his holy name. God is raising a hundredfold company in this place. Now hear this. I can ask them to bring my note for you to read. He said, many years ago, I told you I'm making you headquarters of wealth. Tell them the word is fulfilled in their hearing. This is how it will happen. This is how it will happen. It will be by the reason of the El Shaddai anointing. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah somebody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give him glory. Give him praise. Rejoice in his presence. Thank him forevermore. He's done. He's done. He's done. By the reason of the El Shaddai anointing. He's done. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's Word. I pray that the Word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.